the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to a new series of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And this series is a unique one, but I believe it's going to do a lot of great things for a lot of people. It's called the Ayurvedic Prepper. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back. But first, did you subscribe? Did you share all of that stuff? Well, anyways, this one is this series is brought to you by uh, by Cherica Voils LMT, the fascia fanatic. Wow, I, I love the fascia fanatic. I think that's brilliant. And uh, as the title implies, she offers massage and body work in the northeast Georgia. And all her contact information is going to be in the notes, which you should be checking out either way. Very good. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So this series is on an Ayurvedic prepper. Now, with all the shit, basically, that's going on in the world right now, uh, we've been asked a lot of different questions uh, about all different directions of Ayurveda. And... We started looking at what is Ayurveda and, you know, what is prepping, you know, because we live in the woods and it can be difficult to make it down the mountain uh, because of trees falling. Uh, well, for me, it's difficult because I don't want to go down the mountain. <laughs> yes. <but it's> so, <laughs> so we have to yeah. do some yeah. sort of prepping yeah. to begin with. Yeah. And, you know, if you go on YouTube or on uh, Facebook and you look at different prepping uh-huh. organizations, yeah. it, it's a lot of it is unbelievable. Yeah, a compl- lot, completely yeah. overwhelming and absurd, yeah. some and, of it. And a lot of it is like, order all these bullets. Yeah. And, or you do this, or you get more guns, or, and all these weird things that just, a lot of them don't make sense. Yes. And with my background, and I know if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know my background, and you know V's background. Well, they know some of your yes. background. But. So, so prepping is has been part of my life ever since I was little. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, growing up mm-hmm. in Detroit and the woods mm-hmm. made it very interesting to live. Now, as we were talking about going over this series, it was like, which direction should we go? Because there's so many different directions you can take Ayurvedic prepping. Uh, so so we're going to go one direction. However, this might turn <laughs> into a little different direction. We might take a detour. Yes. So first off, Ayurveda is all about being healthy. Yes. I, Ayurveda, Ayurveda is all about using the most of what your environment offers you in the smartest possible way. Well, that, that's what living in dynamic balance with your environment is all about. So you learn your environment, you understand your environment, and you use it in the most effective way, harming it as little as possible. Yes. 
and prepping is just being prepared for things that might be coming your direction. Exactly. So there's, first off, I want to go into, there's a lot of different things that you should prep for. Yes. Uh, now, if you look at uh, the, the preppers, uh -huh. which some of them got some great, great concepts, some great ideas, and there's a lot of great information, but there's other ones that are just scare tactics. Yes. Uh, so I want to look at a couple things that we've discussed actually a couple years ago, and none of them I want to ever see come true. Yep. However, I want to be somewhat prepared if any of them come true. And ends up, two of them have already come true in the last couple months. So first I want to go into what can happen, mm -hmm. and then what's the likelihood of what how it can happen, and what you should have anyways. Exactly. And... Uh can I talk? Can go, I talk? Go, go, okay. Go. So, so this is a, a this goes to the concept of a negative visualization that we have talked about a lot here because negative visualization is a big big part of Ayurveda. So when Ayurveda says to be living in a dynamic balance with your environment, whatever that environment is, then also you have to always keep in the back of your mind the concept of negative visualization because the key, the key to maintaining the dynamic balance is to be prepared to adapt. Yes. And you cannot adapt if you are not exercising some form of negative visualization. Yes, and along with that, uh, most of these things can happen. Yes. Some of them will probably never happen, and some will happen in areas that you may or may not even live in. Exactly. So when you're looking at negative visualization, you're looking at what could happen and how you make it through what yes. could happen. And if you can visualize you making it through, the likelihood of you making it through is a lot higher. Exactly. The percentage is a lot higher. So knowing that certain things can happen, looking at how would you survive through them, then you can look at how to be able to live if any of those things happened. So you ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so some of the things that could happen, uh -huh. and actually we'll start off with things that are happening. Yeah. First off, weather. Weather is one of the things that you have to look at constantly. Uh, for us, a hurricane. Yeah. A couple of years ago, hurricane fell on the house. Were we prepared for a, a tree <laughs> to fall yeah. on the house? No, I never would have thought that a hurricane would have come this far up in Georgia. In Florida, when we were living there, and actually when I was living on a boat, hurricane was easily part of my negative visualization. High seas, high winds, all of those things I looked at. I know for us, we looked at uh, where we lived in St. Pete. Yes. What we would have to do yep. if a hurricane came. Mm -hmm. Now with that, there's also tornadoes. There's mm -hmm. uh, high winds. There is heat. Mm -hmm. There is cold. There's all these different types of things that can happen. Ice storms. So being prepared for whatever happens in your area is very important. And actually, when the 
a tree fell uh, on the house here in Georgia, it was Irma. And Irma was supposed to hit Florida. Irma was not even supposed to come through here. Yep. And uh, she changed her mind and uh, turned into a little uh, tornado. Tornadoes. We had a tornado yep. go up one exactly. side because we're right in between two valleys. Yeah. And we literally had a tornado go yeah. up one side of our house and a tornado go up the other side of our house. We lost about 30 trees that yep. day. Yeah. It was completely like off the wall. So, off the weather. <laughs> off the weather, yeah. So, and in St. Pete, where we lived, mm -hmm. nothing happened. No, nothing. <laughs> it went right through St. Pete. Yeah. Nothing happened. Uh, lost power, I think, for an hour. Yeah. So, to be prepared for certain things like weather is a very important part of an Ayurvedic prepper. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. And we learned after that, we learned. Yes. We prepared hardcore. Yes. <laughs> so, we're, we're prepped now yeah. for bad weather up here. Yeah. So another thing that can happen is what's happening now. Uh, a form of a pandemic. Yes. Yep. So a pandemic comes in. How do you deal with a pandemic as an Ayurvedic prepper? Yes. Next would be civil unrest. How do yeah. you deal with civil unrest? Another thing can easily be, which happens naturally and can happen through uh, enemies, non-friends, is an EM. Uh, EMP. Yep. Yep. Electromagnetic is, pulse. And you know about EMPs if you watched what movie? Ooh, my favorite. Uh-huh. The Matrix. Yep, the they trilogy, had, yep, right? They had to hit yep. the button to yeah. kill the robots that were trying to tear the ship apart. Exactly, yes. So so those things are something that can actually happen. Mm -hmm. Possibly because you can have it through... Uh, through natural phenomena. Yep. Uh, the sun does it. Yeah. And also there's talk that uh, uh, certain countries have the power to do yeah. small ones yeah. in little areas. Yep. Man-made. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yep. And if you had it one of those, what would happen? How do you prep for it? Yes. And then for there, you also have a recession slash yeah. depression. depression. Yeah. And one of the other things that we're sort of seeing right now, not as bad... But it could be happening worse is a lack of groceries. Food, yeah, food shortages. Yeah. 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 So so those are a lot of different things. And there's more. But those are the main ones. So this series, and actually we're going to talk about more in a couple seconds, is how do you Ayurvedically prep for anything that's thrown at you? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back, and we're talking about Ayurvedic prepping. Now, I want to look at Ayurvedic prepping first, Ayurvedically. Yes. <laughs> what What would the uh, opposites? What is the opposites? How do you How do you look at uh, prepping as a form of Ayurveda? Okay, so uh, Ayurveda. Well, what What are you prepping for? You wanna prep for the unexpected, right? 
you're you going to prep for, for a change, for a dramatic change, right, in your mm -hmm. living conditions. Yeah, yep. because right? here in the States, we've been brought up to have almost anything. Yes, exactly, so, to have access to... to everything yes what is it uh you've hit the lottery if you were born in the united states oh yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> yes i can attest to that because i wasn't born in the united states mm -hmm. so uh so you want so prepping in the sense we are discussing it now is prepping for any of the above right okay. yep. uh, an unexpected change in your living conditions uh so like who would have thought toilet paper would disappear? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's truly like a bad joke. But yep, it, but, but if you've watched a certain movie, uh, and also uh, uh, if Venice, you pay attention, Venezuela. What happened to Venezuela? They ran out of toilet paper yeah. very quickly. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons. And I'm, I just want to jump in. We had plenty of toilet paper. Yes. Not that we were hoarding it. No. Uh, living on the mountain, we made sure we had enough to last several months. Yes. And that's one of the things we're going to be talking about, toilet paper. And by the <laughs> way, uh, Greece uh, had no issues with toilet paper. Good. I just want to say that. Uh, so you are you are prepping for a, for a change, for a dramatic change. So Ayurveda says you want to address it. You want to address what can happen what scares you with the opposite. Prepping for an unexpected change in your living conditions can seem too complicated, right? We just gave a list of only a few things that could happen, and it's like, oh my God, this is so complicated. Mm -hmm. Well, how are you going to address it with the opposite? That is simple. And that's what we're going to be doing. Exactly. Try to keep it as simple as possible. Then the other factor in the Ayurvedic prepping is it's a change, right? It's a dramatic change. Yes. Well, the opposite of change is stability, right? Nothing changes. However, <laughs> you, can't, you cannot control that. Because you don't know what's happening. Well, what, what are your options? What is the opposite of, you know, having to address that huge change? Adapt to it. Mm -hmm. You can't control it. You can't control Mother Nature. You can't control uh, other people. Other people. Uh, you can't even, you know, exactly. So learn to do what? Control yourself which means adapt to the change yep. and if you can control yourself no matter what's thrown at you it doesn't bother you as much as if you can't control yourself exactly first you control yourself to to the highest degree possible and then through simple steps you adjust your immediate environment in to help you adapt to whatever might happen. So that's the that's the idea of the Ayurvedic prepper. Yeah, and I know that uh, <clears throat> in today's world, people are doing all of these things that a lot of them are just insane, mm -hmm. uh, that will never help them, but they're trying to control 
their surroundings or trying to control themselves by purchasing different things, by doing different things. And in reality, what they're doing isn't going to help them control themselves. It isn't going to help them control the environment. It isn't going to help them do anything except give them a false sense of security. And that is is the worst danger. Uh, that uh, anyone needs to avoid is that false sense of security. Yes. That's that's com- that's what actually can um, kill someone. Yes. And I know I'm just going to jump in on that something that does give false sense of security, mm-hmm. and that's alarm systems. Oh my goodness. Yes. So uh, during certain times, say houses are being broken into on a block. What everybody goes out and gets a security system. Yeah. They spend all of this money, but let's look at how long it takes law enforcement on average to respond to a call of a burglary in progress, of an alarm system burglary in progress. It can be 10 minutes. It could even be a little bit more. It's usually not less on average. So what can happen if it's 10 minutes? That's a long time for a burglar to do a lot inside a home. Most burglars can get in and out very quickly and get what they want because they already know how to do that. Exactly. So for a lot less money and a lot real sense, there's other things you can do. Uh, crime prevention is huge for doing things. Through environmental design. Yes, crime <laughs> prevention through environmental design. Feng shui. Yes. Uh, There's things that you can do to make your home a lot more secure. I'm not saying don't buy an alarm system. That's up to you. But there's other things that can cost a dollar or two that will be a lot more secure for your home than spending all that on alarm system. So there's a lot of things that can be done, and we're going to be talking about those through the series, that are useless and then... There's a lot of things that can be very inexpensive that are going to be able to give you real security. Exactly. Because based on what you said is you don't want to become complacent. And that's what uh, the overdoing certain things, not thinking them through, gives you the false sense of security and then makes you complacent. And also whatever you do, you want it to be... The following the path of least harm for your environment. Yes. And uh, when we say environment, we don't only mean nature. We mean your community, no. immediate community and at large. And one, uh, and I'm going to go back into law enforcement. One of the easiest ways to protect your home, yeah. uh, I know that uh, one of the things that everybody thought protected their home is putting up a crime watch sign in the neighborhood, <laughs> that that was going to chase the bad guys away. Yeah doesn't work. Uh, In fact, most bad guys know that a crime watch sign means that you're not doing anything. It's like those signs on the road that says uh, law enforcement is uh, doing radar through blah. That usually means there's no cops. (laughs) Yes. So a sign usually doesn't say anything. But you can contact law enforcement and ask for the crime prevention unit And they'll come out and tell you all of these things that you can do for very inexpensively, and they don't charge anything. I know I did it in law enforcement. I was a crime prevention officer for a while, and we very rarely went to people's house. 
But when I got out of law enforcement, I got hired by a private eye company and I got paid over $100 an hour to do the same thing that I was doing for free. So you can do a lot of great things to protect your home. And that's the first step I want to go to is protecting your home. That is going to keep you protected, keep you safe, and cut down on the time the bad guy can get into the house. Because it's all about seconds. It's not about minutes. It's how many seconds can you keep yourself safe if something happens uh, before the law enforcement gets there. And that's what you're looking for is how long you can keep yourself safe. And that's where a lot of things that crime prevention officers can do and you can do on your own. There's books out there. Uh, there's YouTubes out there. There's The YouTubes are a little bit uh, uh, more scary, but there are some that are very realistic things that you can do. Uh, but buying a gun is not going to be one of them, especially if you can't shoot somebody. If you can't shoot somebody, don't get a gun. That's one of the first things I wanted to talk about is keeping your home safe and don't buy a gun. I had, what, 540% increase in gun sales? Yeah, at least. <laughs> you know? yeah. And yeah. if you can't shoot somebody, don't get one. Yep. Because all you're doing is wasting money, giving yourself a false sense of security, and you're not going to be able to use it anyways. Exactly. That's the path of greatest harm yeah. for, uh, yeah. for you and your environment. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of the big questions I always got asked. And I actually, that's one of the questions that we got asked that started us thinking about yes. Ayurvedic Prepper is, I keep being told to buy a gun. What gun should I get? And we will answer that question when we get back. Stay tuned. And we're back to talk about what type of gun you should get. But before we ask that question, we have to ask, or you have to ask, can I kill someone? Deep down inside, do you have what it take, takes to take someone's life? If you don't, then don't get a gun. Absolutely. That's exactly where the concept of negative visualization comes in. Visualize yourself having to shoot someone, having to shoot the bad guy who's about to do who knows what, can you do it? Can you see yourself doing it? Yep. If you can't, for whatever reason, you are scared, you, are, uh, you don't want to take someone else's life no matter what, you can't live with it, then don't get a gun. Yes, because all you're doing then is putting a gun out on the street. You might be giving the bad guy a gun to kill you with. Uh, one of the things that uh, I always was taught in officer survival, and we taught in officer survival, because I taught that at the academy and stuff, is there's always a gun anytime you go to a scene, because you're bringing it. So if you can't deal with that, you shouldn't have a gun. So for a homeowner or in your car, there's so many other things you can do. You can escape. You can set up a plan to get out. There's, there is so much more can be done. 
you can make the house stronger. You can do a little room that has solid uh, walls in it uh, because that's an area that you can hide for and it takes a long time for somebody to get into a safe house, a safe room. Yep. So there's a lot of different things that you can do that you don't have to worry about the pistol, or which is a terrible self-defense gun, home defense gun. Uh, you don't have to worry about a automatic or a semi-automatic rifle, which is a terrible. There's so many terrible things about having a gun for self-defense uh, because, like a nine-millimeter pistol, that can rip through a house and kill your neighbor. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know how to shoot a gun, or how to load a gun, or how to load it, or how to keep it uh, working functionally uh, properly, there's you can kill someone else. So if that is also in your mind, what happens if you shoot at the bad guy? You you say you can do it, and something happens, and you're able to pull the trigger. Can you actually hit the bad guy? Or can you kill somebody in the other room? So buying a pistol, buying a rifle, buying a shotgun, those could be great for you, but statistically, they're terrible for most people. Yep. And I'm not saying ban guns. Uh, I'm not saying that at all, especially from my background, and I know you believe that um, also. So, absolutely. so we're not but, saying no, that, but what no. we are saying is that if you can't pull the trigger, a gun is not your first. Yeah, <laughs> your a gun is not your first choice for home defense. Exactly. It's uh, it's <clears throat> like when we talk about uh, yoga poses, right? We say what's the risk of injury versus the reward. Mm -hmm. Like if things were to go bad, how bad could that be? And that's exactly the negative visualization here if things were to go bad how well, bad yep. could that yeah and uh, we went to a gun range a couple weeks ago uh in yeah. pinellas park yeah yeah uh, bill jackson yes yeah excellent excellent store oh my uh, god yeah <clears throat> but there were people in there buying pistols and they couldn't even load it they yes. didn't even know how to put the bullets yeah. in properly yeah because they're so afraid that something's going to come to their home that uh, they're getting guns. And that's creating salt or a false sense of security. Yes. So there are other things you can do, but buying a gun is probably not your best choice. Exactly. Uh, having said that, though, is if you've never used a gun before, it doesn't mean you shouldn't look into it. Correct. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So it depends. It's case by case. Yes. And with that, now I'm just going to jump into buy bullets. Yeah. And, yeah, and you're going to say, well, why do I want to buy bullets if I don't have a gun? And that's going to go into what if the, the system breaks and money's not worth what it was last year. Bullets are tradable. Yeah. So, so having certain bullets, you can trade that for food. Just don't trade to a guy that wants to shoot you for your food. Exactly. So, so trading bullets, uh, those are certain things that are great to have. 
Yes, and and don't advertise you have bullets yeah, yeah. because make sure uh, you have a close knit community yes, that you can deal with, exactly. and that's going to be something we'll get into in one of the other podcasts. But that doesn't mean that the system is going to break. This is Ayurvedic prepping, negative visualization. Yep. So the concept is that I'm not saying have them because it's going to break. I'm saying if you have them and it breaks then you have something that you can trade, which then makes your life simpler because you are more at ease. You're more at, uh, what did you call it earlier today? When we talked, you're more static or more... Uh, yeah, you are, uh, a, a, more, you are more able to adapt to change easier. Yes. Yes. So when something bad does happen, you have things that exactly. you can change to and you're already prepared for it. Exactly. So having bullets, not a lot. I'm not saying go out and buy 500 rounds, which I also think is a very stupid thing, because on YouTube, on Facebook, everybody's saying buy hundreds of thousands of bullets. You can't carry a hundred thousands of bullets if you have to leave your home. Exactly. You're never going to have <laughs> to shoot a hundred thousand rounds. You're not going to need to shoot a box of 50. This isn't that type of a world, and if it is, we we're all—we're not going to be. This this is going to be a major problem, <laughs> and this you won't even be listening to the podcast. Uh, so, but to have certain bullets for trade is a thing, and uh, having a knit community that you don't go out and say, "Hey, I got bullets." Uh, that's not good, also. Yeah. So, but you will have people that you know that you can trade bullets for exactly uh for with for, with, with. <laughs> for food yeah because food is very important exactly water is very important so there's things that you will always need to have no matter what the chaos is and having bullets is a great trading it's worth something if shit hits the fan absolutely yeah. and so one of the things and what type of bullet should you get Buy bullets that are normal. So maybe having some nine millimeters, maybe having some thirty eights, both for pistols. Those are the main two types of pistols out there. I know there's a lot of other pistols, gun owners, I know, but if you look at it, nines and thirty eights are usually the main ones. There's a whole bunch of other ones, but nines and thirty eights are usually the main ones you see. At least for me and law enforcement, those were the two that I ran across as pistols the most. Uh, then as for shotgun rounds, uh, 12-gauge and 20-gauge are the main shotgun rounds. And looking at bird, buck, and slug, maybe having a little bit of each of those. Then next would be rifles, because rifle for hunting. Mm -hmm. So a 30-06... Uh, uh, and a 30-30 are really good. Also, uh, two, two, three. uh, 223s are also a good round to have. So, and that would be it. And maybe not even having all of those, or just having a couple of each. You can trade those for certain things. And I hope, I know I hate using the word hope, but I hope that we would never have to do trade. But wouldn't it be great if you have them? And I know this is something that I've grown up by. This went into my head a long, long time ago, and then we'll say bye-bye, is 
I'd rather be a warrior in the field, meaning the where you're planting yes. food. So I'd rather be a warrior in the field than a farmer in a war. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.